Day with the King is a 3ABN Australia television production developed to teach children about the Sabbath and to lead them through a study of the Bible. Remember to download your weekly study guide at adaywiththeking.com. So come on kids, join us now and each week for A Day with the King. Hello, I'm Auntie Cecily and it's so good that you could join us to meet with the King. Come and join our worship time together. Hello Auntie Nat, it's always good to see you here with us. Thanks Auntie Cecily. And hello boys and girls. We're glad that you're able to help us as we meet with the King as well. And hello Teddy, you look nice and all brushed up and ready for the Sabbath too. Auntie Nat, could you please say a prayer for us to just ask God to be with us? Sure. Dearest Heavenly Father, we thank you for the amazing week you've given us this week. We uh, ask that you be with the children. Bless them, Lord. Fill their hearts with your love. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Do you know it's a great time to reflect on our week and discount the blessings that God has sent us. Caleb, if something happened during the week that you'd like to share with us? Um, I had a trampoline accident and my tooth got pushed up into my gum, so I had to go to the specialist to see, um, and he said um, that he would just wait six months for it to see if it will come down by itself. And then we went back six months later and then it had came down. And then I just want to thank God for that. Mm. Oh, that's good. Um, I'm sure that you're happy that that's happening too. That's good. Thank you for sharing that with us. And Aunty Cecily, you have a blessing to share with us too about our wonderful God. Yes. Remember how we've spoken about God's character over the last several Sabbaths? We've discovered that God is our deliverer. God is holy and he is the I am. And God is compassionate and our provider. Today I want to share with you that God is also love. Later on we'll be studying about the Ten Commandments. We've studied before that the government of God is based on love. The Ten Commandments teach us how to love. The first four commandments teach us to love and respect God. And the last six commandments teach us to love and respect others. John 14 tells us that if we love God, we'll keep his commandments. God wants us to be safe and happy. God promises us in Proverbs 29 that we will be happy if we keep God's law. John 3.16 is a powerful testament to how much God loves us. God gave us his only son as a gift so that we could live eternally with him in heaven. Our Heavenly Father wants his sons and daughters, you and me, back home with him so he can pour his love out on us. So you remember that God is love. Thank you, Aunty Cecily, for sharing that with us. Our God is an awesome God. Yes. Do you know another way we can welcome the Sabbath in and praise God is to sing and sing our praises to the Lord. And we have Pastor Rick here with us. Thanks, Pastor Rick. Thanks, Auntie Nat. Welcome, children. I'm wondering if we could sing a song about the Ten Commandments. And there's a song called The Ten Commandments Song. Let's try. Above all else, love God. Above 
Pastor Rick, could we please sing Remember the Sabbath? I think we can, and I think it's such a good song, we should sing it through twice. Can we please sing Whisper a Prayer? We certainly can. What a great choice. Thanks, Pastor Rick. It's wonderful to praise God in song. We've discovered another blessing this week with Dr. John. Will we go and show the children what that's all about? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hello, boys and girls. My name is Dr. John Hammond and welcome to Sunnyside, the Australian home of Mrs. Ellen G. White. I have some interesting stories for you. Just come inside with me. You're going to like this. Boys and girls, welcome back to Storytime. I'm going to share a secret with you. It's called secret writing. If I open my knife and get a lemon and carefully cut it in half, it's a nice drippy lemon. That's just what we want. And then I squeeze the lemon juice into it. I have secret ink. In fact, if I take a pen and I dip it in and I'm going to do something and put it away and now I'm going to try and show you how the ink will suddenly appear. Can you read that? No. But watch what happens when I get a hot iron and I put it on. 
and the name is appearing. Have a look what I have done. Who wrote their secret name there when I wasn't watching? Elijah. Elijah. Wouldn't it be nice to have a Bible in secret ink? No, because God doesn't deal in secrets. He's not a secret God. And Ellen White, when she was in a boat coming right across the ocean, she had a dream about a man called Mr. Forkhead who joined the church, but he belonged to a secret society. And God gave her a vision. She dreamed about this man and she wrote 50 pages. You know, when she got to Australia, Mr. Forkhead was waiting. And after a long time, she had a meeting with him and he belonged to a secret society. It was so secret, nobody knew anything about it. And one man said to Mr. Forkhead, your secret society is going to get you into trouble. Mrs. White wants to talk to you. Ah, oh, Mrs. White will have to have a very good thing to stop me talking about my secret society. And when she met Mr. Forkhead, she held out her hand and she shook his hand. He jumped back like that. He said, you have a secret sign. How did you know the secret handshake? I don't know, she said. An angel just asked me to shake your hand. And she said, I'll shake your hand again. And he jumped. <laughs> you had the secret handshake. And she said, I know a few things about you. I even know that they call you worshipful master. And nobody should be worshipped except God. Oh, he was really shaking. He was really shaking. And she said, I know what happens when you go to church. When you go to church, I know that you have two offering bags. And in one offering bag, when you're in church, you pull out the money and there's a handful of silver coins. Well, God can use your money, but it's not worth very much. But I know that when you go to your secret society, you've got another offering bag. And when you have the offering time there, what sort of coins do you, which do you think is worth the most? You know, he got such a fright. He said, I will never go again. And she said, that's good. And she moved her hand in a way that was a secret sign. He said, only six people in the whole world know that sign. How did you know that? She said, I don't know what you're talking about. An angel showed me. And you know what? He gave it all up. And years later, when Mrs. White left, he wrote in an autograph book. I've got an autograph book here. It was filled with wonderful pictures and paintings and designs from all sorts of people who loved her. And I had a look and there was not only Mr. Falkhead's autograph, but all of his family had signed a little letter. And I will read it to you. Dear Sister White, may our dear God bless and keep you as you journey across the Pacific Ocean. And if we do not meet again here on earth. We hope to greet you when the Lord comes. 
your friend in the blessed hope, and there is Mr. Forkhand's beautiful signature. He never went back to a secret meeting because God is not a secret God. He wants us to be open, and that's why our Bibles are written in ink, not in secret ink that nobody can read. Thank you, boys and girls. Hi boys and girls, happy Sabbath. Welcome to our Bible study. If you haven't got your Bibles ready yet, go get them so you can follow along with us. Elijah, you're going to say a prayer for us today. Can you do that for us, please? Yes. Dear Father, thank you for our Bibles. Help us to learn from them how much you love us. Please be with the children and help them to understand what they are reading today. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Now, Elijah, can you remember what we studied about last Sabbath? Um, we studied about how um, God can provide for us, mm -hmm. uh, like he provided for the children of Israel when they were in the desert. Mm. Yeah. And he provided um, water, didn't he? Yeah. And he made the bitter waters sweet. And what else? What was the bread from heaven called? Uh, it was called manna. Yeah. yeah. So God did provide for them, even though they whinged and complained a bit. But you know what? God still loved them and he still provided for them. And we just serve an amazing God. Now, Anna, you're going to start our reading off. Can you please read for us Exodus 19, 1 and 3 to 5? In the third month after the children of Israel had gone out of the land of Egypt on the same day, they came to the wilderness of Sinai. And Moses went up to God, and the Lord called to him from the mountain, saying, Thus you shall say to the house of Jacob, and tell the children of Israel, You have seen what I did to the Egyptians, and how I bore you on eagles' wings, and brought you to myself. Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you will be a special treasure to me above all people, for all the earth is mine. Mm. So three months after they left Egypt, they arrived at Mount Sinai and camped on the plain before the mountain. Moses went up to the mountain to talk to God, and God wanted Moses to tell the children of Israel that if the people obeyed him, they would be a special people, a treasure to God. So Moses went back down to speak to the people. So the people agreed that they would obey God. So Moses goes back up the mountain and tells him what the, his people said. God then tells Moses that he is going to come down in a thick cloud on the mountain and speak to the children of Israel. And they are to prepare their hearts and their minds and wash their clothes. In verse 9, the Bible tells us that God wants to honour Moses by allowing the children of Israel to hear God speaking to Moses. So they'll be confident in Moses' leadership. Now, Elijah, can you please read for us Exodus 19, 16 to 19. Then it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunderings and lightnings and a thick cloud on the mountain. And the sound of the trumpet was very loud, so that all the people who were in the camp trembled. And Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Now Mount Sinai was completely in smoke, because the Lord descended upon it in fire. Its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain quaked greatly. And when the blast of the trumpet sounded long and became louder and louder, Moses spoke and God answered him by voice. Wow. It must have been a bit scary with all that noise and lightning and smoke. I wonder what that was all about. Um, Kate, can you please read our torchlight and let's see what she shines on those verses that we just read. 
God purposed to make the occasion of speaking his law a scene of awful grandeur. In keeping with its exalted character, the people were to be impressed that everything connected with the service of God must be regarded with the greatest reverence. Wow. So God wanted to impress on them that what he was going to say was very important. He didn't want them to forget it. And we've just read about that last Sabbath, haven't we, about the importance of the manna and how important the Sabbath was. So God works in very practical ways to impress on them and impress on their minds what he wants them to do. Okay, Ben, can you please read Exodus 21 to 3? And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. So God is reminding them he brought them out of slavery from Egypt and they should be no other gods other than himself. Aunt Cecily, thank you very much for placing that first commandment on there for us. And remember that the children of Israel had come out of Egypt where there were so many idols and gods. Sarah, you've got our next reading, please. Exodus 24 to 6. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. Mm, so Aunt Cecily's just placed our second commandment up onto the tables of stone. God is saying that we are to make no idols or images of our so-called gods and bow down to them. We are also not to make an idol and pretend it's the true and living God we are worshipping. In other words, we are not to make something to represent God and worship it. All right, Anna, you've got our next reading, please. Exodus 27. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Mm. So Aunt Cecily's got our third commandment there that she's going to put up on our board. So God is saying that we are not to take God's name or Jesus' name in vain, meaning not to use their names in conversation when we're angry, frustrated or in a careless way. Their names are holy. This commandment even means God does not want us to swear or curse. Okay, Dean, you've got our next reading, Exodus 28 to 11. And we've studied about this before, but we're just going to be reminded about it again. Thanks, Dean. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work. You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Mm. So this is telling us that we need to remember the Sabbath day. Isn't it interesting that God starts it off with remember? because he knows that we can forget. And so we are to work for six days and keep the seventh day a day of rest, which is the Sabbath. Does it say a Sabbath day or the Sabbath day? The, the Sabbath day. So it means it's a particular day. And what day is that? Saturday. The Saturday. And we have studied before that the Sabbath was given at creation. 
God is speaking it audibly now because of their years in bondage in Egypt. God wants to put the Sabbath law back into their hearts. Okay, Elijah, you're going to read Exodus 20:12, please. Honour your father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Mm. Thanks, Arnie Cecily. So we have the fifth commandment up there now. So we are to love and respect and be obedient to our parents. Okay, Kate, you've got the next one for us in Exodus 20, 13. You shall not murder. Mm. Well, that's pretty self-explanatory, is it? Isn't it? Yeah. Thanks, Arnie Cecily. She's just putting up the next sixth commandment up there for us. Okay, Ben, Exodus 20, 14, please. Can you read that? You shall not commit adultery. Mm. Thanks, Arnie Cecily. That's the seventh commandment. So this is for the adults, that they remain faithful in their marriage. Okay. Sarah, you've got our next reading, Exodus 20, 15. You shall not steal. Mm. Thanks, Arnie Cecily. So that's the eighth commandment. This is something that we see an awful lot today in our society. It's everywhere. We need to be honest and we need not to take advantage of people. And above all, we are not to physically steal from others. We need to do this both at home and at school and at work and play. Okay, Anna, Exodus 20, 16. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbour. Mm, thanks, Arnie Cecily. So we've got their commandment number nine. So bearing false witness also means lying. We are not to lie. We have studied in past studies what a mess a lie can do, can't, didn't we? Yeah. We studied about that. It also means that we should not tell tales or gossip about people. And Dean, you've got our next reading, Exodus 20, 17. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is in that is your neighbor's. Mm. Thanks, Arnie Cecily. So she's just popped up the tenth commandment. So we are not to want what other people have. God does not want us to waste our time dreaming or coveting about owning this or that that we've seen on TV or on, or in a magazine or at someone else's place. God wants us to be content with what we have because we've just discovered that God does cater for our needs, doesn't he? Yeah. Do you know the Ten Commandments were not just for the children of Israel. God honoured them by making them the guardians and the keepers of the law. But they were for the whole world, for you and for me. If we were to continue reading the Bible, it tells us that God asked Moses to build an altar and offer oxen on it to commemorate this special promise or covenant that the children of Israel made with God, that they will keep the Ten Commandments. Let's read our memory verse together, and that is found in John 14, 15. And children at home, John is in the New Testament. Okay, so let's read that together. If you love me, keep my commandments. Wow. So when we keep the Ten Commandments, we are letting God know how much we love him. Thank you, boys and girls, for reading along with us. Remember that God loves you very much. God gives us laws to follow and protect us to make us happy. Ask God today to help you keep his commandments. We have a seven day devotional available that goes into more detail on what we studied today. Here's how you can get that. 
boys and girls, like Auntie Nat said, you can go on to our website to access our daily devotionals at www.adaywiththeking.com. And while you're there, you can also check out Teddy's blog. He's posted some really cool photos of us making this show. He also talks about it as well. He even posted about his visit to the vet. So hop online today. When we keep the Sabbath, we get to know God better and realise how much He wants to build a relationship with us. One way to strengthen our walk with the Lord is to read and study our Bibles. Now we want to encourage you to read your Bibles, not only on the Sabbath day, but on every day. Auntie Nat, can you tell us what we're going to study about next week? Sure. Next Sabbath's going to be a very special Sabbath because we are going to learn about some very special plans that God gave to Moses. You must join us next week because we have some amazing things to show you. Aunty Cecily, would we, would we go over our memory verse that we learnt today in our study? Yes. Children, are you ready to have a look at this? John 14, 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. Children, are you going to sing it with us in our farewell song to the children at home? Okay, let's turn around. We'll sing our blessing song. because he created a world for me to live in and I can't wait to live with him eternally in heaven. I love God because he gives us the opportunity to have free will instead of forcing us into his kingdom. You have been listening to a production of 3AB in Australia Television. God bless you kids. Remember to join us next week.